Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get going, I want to take a moment to tell you about some exciting news for high school sports fans across the country. SB Live Sports has launched a free iPhone and Android app featuring the latest high school sports news, scores, videos, polls, photos, podcasts, player rankings, and much more. With the SB Live Sports app, it is now even easier to follow your favorite team. With real-time scores and news alerts, as well as video highlights, podcasts, photo galleries, rankings, game coverage, and much more, the app delivers all the content you want in one convenient place. The SB Live Sports app features exclusive content from on-the-ground reporters across the country, and it's the number one source for Washington high school sports fans. With coverage from reporters Todd Millis and Andy Bueller, me, Dan Dickow, SB Live's recruiting expert, this SB Live Sports app is available at no charge in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Download it today. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for three. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's on now. Downtown Dan connects. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, I've seen Dan Dickow hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. The ISO with myself, Dan Dickow, your host for SB Live Sports and the Bleed Podcast Network. This week we've done something a little different. I have uh, just kind of held a couple monologues as opposed to our typical format where I have a conversation with uh, an expert in the field of sports. I wanted to take this week to kind of uh, answer a couple questions that typically have come up to me in conversation a lot, whether it's with um, fellow journalists, broadcasters, whether it's um, when I'm running camps or clinics or in the broadcasting world and talking to other coaches. Uh, so I've got a couple questions that I'm, uh, I'm just going to give my thoughts on as, as we wrap up this week's edition of the ISO. I've been asked a number of times, um, you know, the, the best team that I've ever played against. Um, you know, and I don't uh, necessarily, you know, think along the, the lines of the best NBA team. Uh, I was in the NBA for six years, had a chance to play against some really good Spurs teams, uh, really good um, Dallas Mavericks teams, uh, play against the Lakers. Um, and those teams obviously stand out. The Lakers probably with Kobe and Shaq were, were an amazing challenge, were fun to kind of go against and watch and, and see them up close. Um, you know, but I wanted to stay college perspective, uh, best teams I'd ever played against. And um, there's two that hands down stand out to me. Uh, the first would have been during my time at, at the University of Washington. As a freshman, we played against Arizona. And this was the year after they won the NCAA tournament as a five seed. And they literally had pretty much everybody back. But uh, I was a freshman guard, and 
the rotation of guards that they had to go against uh, was just unbelievable. It, it was off the charts. Um, they had Mike Bibby, who went on to be, I believe he was a top three or four pick uh, at the end of the year. They had Michael Dickerson, um, who, who was a first-round, mid-first-round pick. They had Miles Simon, uh, and then they had Jason Terry, um, who the following year was, uh, I believe he was first-team All-American, and, and he won a, a Player of the Year award or two. So that would have been the best college team I had played against when I was at UW. That guard rotation was unbelievable. Bivy was so unbelievably skilled. He could shoot the heck out of it. He played at his own pace. He knew angles. Um, so he was unbelievably good. Miles Simon was just tough. Uh, you know, he was a old, ultra competitive, smart basketball player who was very skilled. Um, Jason Terry was one of the quickest players that I've ever played against at any level. Um, you talk about, you know, uh, quickness, the quickest guys I've ever get, gone against. Uh, to me, it would be Jason Terry and Allen Iverson. Uh, and then there's a couple guys who are maybe close. Tony Parker would be one. But Jason Terry on that backcourt was there with Arizona was, uh, was really difficult. And then Mike Dickerson, uh, you want to talk about just strength and smoothness and skill level. Uh, Mike Dickerson had it all. His mid-range game uh, for a college player was, was unbelievable. Uh, his jab step game, his ability to, to break the defense down and one or two dribble rise up uh, over the top uh, was, was, was tremendous. Uh, he, had, he had a really promising NBA career as well and until injuries um, kind of put a hamper on that. But that would have been the best team uh, I played against in college while I was at UW. As far as best college team I played against, when I was at Gonzaga, uh, you know, we always wanted to schedule anybody that we could, um, and we tried to schedule anybody we could. And I give Coach Few a ton of credit for that, and they continue that philosophy on to this day. Um, but my junior year, we played against Arizona with Richard Jefferson, Gilbert Arenas, Michael Wright. That was a really good team. Uh, but later that year in the NCAA tournament, we played against Michigan State, and you know, we were we were a really good team. Um, we could score against anybody. Um, Blake Stepp was in the backcourt with me. We, we had some really good wings with Anthony Rees and Alex Fernandez that were, were big for the WCC. They were strong. They were tough. They didn't back down from anybody. Uh, we had some, some good interior play. Zach Gord had a really good junior year that year. Casey Calvary was a senior. Mark Spink um, was thin, but he didn't back down from anybody. Corey Violet was a freshman. So I thought we had a really good team, which we did. We made the Sweet 16, obviously, but we played Michigan State in that Sweet 16. And when you looked across the board, it was just ridiculous, the talent that they had. Zach Randolph was a freshman. Uh, shortly thereafter, he declared for the NBA draft. He didn't even start. I don't believe he started. Um, but he was like the 17th pick in the NBA draft, went on to have like a 16, 17-year career with a number of teams. Um, the, Aloysius Anagane was their big that like we never saw anybody the size of, of, of him in the WCC and he was a tremendous rebounder he was tremendous on the defensive end he would set screens to free free their guards uh, and their guards were, were unbelievably good um, their guards were Charlie Bell who played in the NBA for about 10 years really good defender offensively never made mistakes um, 
Marcus Taylor uh, was a really, really good college point guard. Uh, he was on that team. And then Jason Richardson uh, was also another young player on that Michigan State team who went on to play you know, about 13, 14 years in the NBA. His strength and his athleticism obvious, was obvious because he, he won uh, one, maybe two slam dunk contests in the NBA. Uh, so that would have been uh, the best team that I played against while I was at Gonzaga. Have you ever had a pair of sunglasses that you've lost and become frustrated you lost them, that were scratched, or just quite frankly didn't fit very well? Well, look no more. Canon sunglasses are the best. I repeat, the best. You will not be disappointed in Canon sunglasses. They are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made to be clearer, lighter, and stronger. They're also Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. So you add the lenses and the frames to create a powerful sunglass combo. Use the exclusive code CANONCAST15 at canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Canon, clearly better. You know, I also, you know, I get asked quite a bit, you know, greatest player you've ever played against or the greatest players in your opinion. And that's a hard one. You know, the other the other day, earlier this week, I talked about some of the guys that I covered, uh, had to guard that were, were unbelievably difficult, and Iverson and Nash and Tony Parker came up. Um, but the greatest player I've ever had a chance to uh, play against, uh, I was lucky enough, my, my rookie year with the Atlanta Hawks, um, played against Michael Jordan when he was with the Wizards in his final season. Um, we played them three times that year. Uh, I got to play against him twice. Um, the first matchup against the Wizards I was out with a knee injury so I didn't get to play but uh, I sat on that bench um, in a suit and tie and, and yeah, it was the first time I ever had a chance to watch uh, Michael Jordan up close and what he did or how he moved and how he conducted himself and the skill level and the pace that he played with and, and um, the athleticism that he had at the tail end of his career was absolutely mind-blowing I, I couldn't imagine just how good he was in his peak you know when when those the bulls were in the midst of either one of their two three peats uh that would have just been uh an amazing uh sight to see him play um so in, in my opinion michael jordan is the greatest player of all time there's so many guys that uh, you know deserve a lot of of credit deserve a lot of praise they're great players kobe comes to mind uh, who I played against a number of times. Uh, LeBron comes to mind, who I played against uh, a number of times. Um, you know, guys from, you know, different eras that were unbelievably good or fun to watch the highlights of and, and think, hey, how would they translate to this era? You know, guys like um, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Oscar Robertson, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem. I mean, there, there are so many guys that deserve recognition and, and deserve, you know, uh, people to put them in that category of possibly being the all-time greatest player. Um, but to me, it's Michael Jordan. And, you know, I, I just loved watching that Last Dance documentary come out. Um, 
you know, last year. That was that was amazing to see. You know, I also get the question asked a lot, hey, you, you're a basketball player, but you obviously got to watch or enjoy other sports, and I do. Uh, you know, I played baseball growing up. I'm not much of a baseball fan now as far as watching games, but, you know, I remember as a kid, Ken Griffey Jr. was unbelievable. I, I used to love watching him. Uh, Ozzie Smith was a guy at shortstop that came to mind for, for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, a couple other athletes that I've really enjoyed following and, and kind of just been amazed by what they do. You know, Tom Brady continues to be amazing to me to this day. Like, the ability to lengthen his career through his discipline, his work ethic, and his skill, uh, and his preparation and attention to detail has been, been awesome to watch. Um, but Tiger Woods, you know, I know a lot of people um, have not had a chance to see Tiger Woods in person um, because, you know, golf is a little bit different sport as far as access and being able to go watch or maybe even wanting to watch for a lot of people. But I had a chance to, to go to uh, a PGA Tour event when I was uh, playing for the Hawks in Atlanta, and it was the Tour Championship down at East Lake Country Club. Uh, it's a great event, like the top 30 or 40 golfers uh, for that PGA Tour season every year qualify for it. So you're talking the best of the best. Um, it'd be essentially, you know, like the all-star game for um, those players. And you watch them on the range, you follow them on the course. It's pretty amazing. You hear how flush they hit the golf ball. It's really cool to see. But then you hear Tiger Woods step up and you hear the flushness of how he hits the golf ball and the sound that it just rockets off of his club face was absolutely amazing. It was so fun to watch. Uh, I was awestruck. It was amazing. I, I wish um, that I'd have been able to watch him more than, than just that one time uh, at the Tour Championship. So appreciate following the ISO, listening to the ISO, subscribing to the ISO. Please, if you get a second, you get a chance, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, this week, as mentioned, was just a little bit different, uh, where I kind of went with a monologue type idea and answered a few questions uh, that I get asked quite frequently um, with everything that I do. So thanks for listening. Look forward to bringing back new conversations with college coaches, high school coaches, and other experts in the field of sports over the next few months. So for Dan Dickow and the ISO and SB Live Sports, thanks for joining. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.